Eat the revs up. That's it. That's it. See, he missed the apex. Like, this is his pole lap, and he missed the apex. Now, unless there's some weird line, racing line through this corner, but I don't think so, guys. Now, I've never been here before. I don't know the track itself, as in I've never driven on it, so maybe there is something that I'm missing, but it doesn't look it. Peter. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's Guitar F1 Grand Prix Preview Time. Well, this is going to be an exciting race, guys. Now, we're going to do the usual today. We're going to just go through the championship table here. What it's going to take for Verstappen to win. And that's right, Verstappen could take the championship this weekend. <laughs> and he's got, what, five more races to go after this? Fucking unbelievable, guys. This is definitely one of the the earliest someone's won the championship. It's definitely one of them anyway. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's pure dominance from Red Bull this year. Unbelievable. Especially for Verstappen. Let me just... Uh, and we're going to do an onboard lap as well, guys. We're going to go around with Hamilton. Check it out. Uh, we're going to we're gonna show you the, the ins and outs of the, the track itself. The layout. The most important corners. The usual that we'll be doing on the... Uh, on the, the the show okay so let me just uh share the screen with you guys if you're watching on youtube hopefully anybody listening on spotify apple google you can obviously listen along you won't you won't get lost at all so the championship standings max verstappen on 400 points good god <laughs> he nearly has double the points of perez perez is in second on 2-2-3. Verstappen, let me just say that again. If you actually thought you heard me wrong. Verstappen's on 400. The guy in second, Sergio Perez, is on 2-2-3. He's nearly double the points of the guy in second position. That's just unbelievable. Frightening. Hamilton has come really. He's got a couple of good results. I honestly didn't think he'd make it into the top five of the championship this year. I'll be totally honest with you because they have been struggling, Mercedes. But he's in third. He's on 190. We got Alonso. I mean, what a great start to the season for Alonso, but it's just gone to. It's just gone down the toilet for Alonso at the moment. It's it really, it's a pity. Alonso's on 174. Carla Science in the Ferrari in 150. So guys, here is what Max Verstappen needs to do this weekend to win the championship. Okay, so as we know, uh, oh, maybe you don't know, guys, if you missed the, the last round. Red Bull are now Constructors' Champions. They sewn it up last weekend, in uh, two, weekends, uh, two weekends ago in Japan. So, I mean, even their, cha their Constructors' Championship was just a, a walk-off. Off. It was unbelievable. Uh, so congratulations to them. Great dominance from them this year. It's just unbelievable. So let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. So Verstappen's 13th win of the season has left him on 400 points. While Perez holds little more than half of 223, a whopping 177 points adrift with only 180 up for grabs across the final six rounds of the season including three sprints and we are we're back with the sprint race again this weekend guys so that's gonna be very exciting 
Okay, so let's see. Where did I leave this? Okay, put simply, Verstappen will be crowned champion in Qatar for a third successive season if he leaves Qatar with a lead of 146 points over Perez. So, what does that mean? Even if Perez wins the sprint race, Verstappen will secure the title by finishing sixth or higher. My God, that's all he needs to do, guys, is finish sixth. I mean, that... Now, indeed, Perez needs to finish at least third, with Verstappen also encountering drama to mathematically remain in contention. Well, something tells me he's going... Verstappen's going to be walking away as, as champion this year, guys, at Qatar. And all he's got to do is finish in the fucking points in the sprint race, and it's done. Done. All over. Three championships in a row. So that will be uh, quite an achievement. Something tells me they're going to do it. And judging the way the track is as well. In fact, we're going to talk about the track in a minute. But let's go on board with Hamilton, okay? And we're going to show you the pole lap. Now, this track is quite smooth. It's Well, sorry, not quite. It's extremely smooth. I do like these tracks when they get to it. Because what it does is it gives the teams and us a great idea where their cars are because the, the track is so smooth that's when it, it it gives everybody in a way it gives people a way to to measure the balance of the car they'll, they'll have a very very good idea even if they've updated something now for this weekend they'll have an idea what based on the smoothness of the track so it is good for the for the, uh, the the teams to come to tracks like this because it does give them an idea and and a, and a starting point of any sort of update or upgrade they have to work on it and advance on it. So I think it's it's very very effective. Okay, so let's um, let's put this in full screen. So guys, here we go. We're on board with Hamilton in 2021 for his pole lap. So we're going down the main straight. So we'll just we'll just press play and we'll see where we get to. Flat out. Okay, down into fifth for this first gear, or for first corner. Carry the speed, carry the speed. There we go, keep it in fifth, keep it in fifth. That's it, nice line coming out of there. Now he's got to be very, very smooth, guys, because this track would definitely punish you if you're not smooth on the throttle. Because quite honestly, the track is, it, it's a lovely track, and it's very fast flowing. So it, it definitely, you can maximize at least a tenth, maybe even two tenths if you are extremely smooth coming out of these bends. And it will reward you if you keep the smoothness. So let's keep going. Down into six, just drop the one. Keep the revs up, that's it, that's it. Let's see, he missed the apex. Like, this is his pole lap, and he missed the apex. Now, unless there's some weird line, racing line through this corner, but I don't think so, guys. Now, I've never been here before. I don't know the track itself, as in I've never driven on it, so maybe the, the track looks very, very flat, and he's missed the apex. What's he doing? Anyway, let's keep, let's keep going. That's it, that's it, that's it. Keep the revs up. Now, this is a very, very important part of the track here, guys, coming up, right? There's going to be about three corners he's going to be taking 
at pretty much full speed. Now, there's going to be one area where, depending on your grip, he's going to lift off a little bit. Now, this is the most important part of the track. I definitely know because if you are going full speed into these bends, keeping the momentum up is crucial. Absolutely crucial. So it's all about, and you've probably seen the way I've said that before, that sometimes one corner can lead into the second corner. So in other words, it's kind of like they're all one bend, one corner. And I think this is exactly what it's like here for guitar. These three next three bends, they're all one. You've got to keep the speed up and, and keep the momentum going. Here we go. Okay, it's coming up after this bend now, guys. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Get it up to seven. Keep it smooth. Not out. Nice. Easy. Just a little scrub of speed there, but that's not too bad. Oh, look at that. Woohoo! Fucking beautiful corner. And there we go, guys. There we go. So it's about, sorry, not three corners, four corners. So it really is, guys, about keeping that momentum up again, all right? So, in fact, let's just go back, and we're going to show you again where they really need to pounce. Okay. Now, here we go. So, he's in fourth. He's got to get on this power so fucking quick and so smooth to, to keep that momentum up, keep that speed up. You carry one mile an hour extra in front of the guy that you've, you're, you're going up against, you'll get pole. And here we go. Keep her lit. That's it. That's it. A little bit jerky, but... Four gears in seventh gear, four corners in seventh gear. Nice, lovely flow this track. Very nice. He did nail it here, I gotta say. So guys, that's guitar. I think it's gonna be a very, very interesting race, guys. I honestly do, because again, those four bends are full speed, right? Full fucking speed. So, all it, got, all it takes is to get one little slipstream behind somebody and the beautiful thing is guys they really got to keep it smooth going through those those four corners because you can see Hamilton's on his own he's not getting a slipstream he's not getting anything so the car itself has enough mechanical grip I think to do the business going full speed through there now obviously aerodynamics is going to be a factor here too but I think they may lose maybe 5%. No, that's enough to, to, to lose time on someone. They may lose 5% aerodynamics going through if they're stuck behind someone else. And I could be wrong. I think if they, if they nail their mechanical grip this weekend, they're sorted. So I think it's going to be a big factor. And I think the sprint race is going to be close very close i think what you'll probably see this weekend is there's not going to be a huge gap between all of the drivers now look i could be wrong on that one i could be very wrong but judging the way i look at the track and it's so smooth i think it's going to be close battle guys with this weekend which is going to be very exciting i think verstappen's going to have the edge uh i, I think he's going to be on fire probably going to be on fire i think you're going to have 
do 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 Aston Martin should be up there now again. Their updates, guys, haven't been great, so... <sighs> Maybe that's just wishful thinking, huh? Maybe that's wishful thinking. I think you're gonna have McLaren right up there. I would even go with, uh... Mm. Okay, we're gonna come back to predictions in a minute. Okay, yeah, we're gonna come back to predictions in a minute. Okay. Let's just check. So, Liam Lawson... They're saying, what's next for Liam Lawson after missing out on Alpha Tauri seat for 2024? Well, this guy's had a, has a good few races under his belt here. He's, he's doing all right. Now, of course, they've got to keep an eye on their boy, Daniel Ricciardo, keep him happy. Can he get any seat? It's going to be a tricky one, guys. Like, what are they saying here? The 21-year-old prove it's possible hitting the ground running and demonstrate your talent in a short window. That's definitely for sure. Uh, let me see. Lawson's been very quick across four very different racetracks in Formula One. <sighs> I'd like to see him do well here. I really would. Will he get a seat? Will he get a seat? That is the question. It's going to be hard to know, guys. Maybe he's going to have to bring some sponsorship to the table here because if he brings some sponsorship to the table, he's in. If not... He ain't going anywhere. So let's let's keep an eye on Lawson in the next few weeks, okay? We're definitely going to keep a good eye on him, see if, uh, if there's any updates from him. Hopefully he's got a manager. Getting a Formula 1 manager, a good manager, extremely important to keep yourself going in the, in, in the game. So fingers crossed for Lawson. Okay, guys, prediction. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to go with Max Verstappen. Will we talk about the sprint? Okay, we'll talk about the sprint. I'll go with Verstappen for the sprint. Piastri in second. Norris in third for the sprint. And I'm going to go the same again for the race. The, grand, the full Grand Prix. Verstappen in, it takes the win. Piastri second. Norris third. I did get my predictions right about Japan. Woohoo! Finally got one and one for one, huh? I got all three correct. I know I've predicted like second and third and first, but... I actually got, I think that was the first one I did all three. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Jesus. So anyway, it'll be interesting, guys. And can Verstappen take the championship this weekend? Now, as a race driver, he's definitely going to want to be get, getting the job done, guys. Because then he can just relax. The monkey's off the back. And then he can go to the rest of the five Grand Prix nice and relaxed. So he's not going to feel under pressure to do it this weekend. Right? So let's say something happens to Verstappen and he doesn't finish the race or he doesn't clinch the championship. He's not going to be pissed off. Not that much anyway. Like he's not going to be going, oh my god, no, it's not the end of the world. He knows that. He still has five races to go. He'll be anxious to get the job done though. Right? He's not going to be fucking around this weekend. So I can tell you that it's for a fact. He ain't going to be fucking around this weekend. And in fact, if I kind of see what Verstappen's like, and if I, if I really do think I know the type of driver he is, I even think he'd risk making a move up the inside of someone, not necessarily for the lead, but to get into the points to win the championship. I'd even think he'd, he'd go for, he'd, he'd make a, a gamble, as in if there was a half a gap, he'd lunge himself up. Because at least he knows that he's got another five races left. Now, of course, depends on the scenario, but I don't think Verstappen's going to be messing around this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. 
I think you're going to see him clinch it this weekend. But let's see. So, guys, quick short uh, podcast today. We'll be back, of course, on Sunday night or Monday morning for the reaction of Guitar. And maybe, just maybe, we're going to be crowning a brand new, not a brand new champion, but a champion yet again. Talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye. Peter. Wow. 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 Wow